This week, we are talking about nine common mistakes that freelancers make on Upwork and how you can avoid them. Are you ready? Let's go! What is up, self-maders? Welcome to another episode of the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast. So good to have you. So glad that you're here. Mistakes are unavoidable, okay? In pretty much every area of life. But what you don't want to do is keep making those same mistakes over and over and over again. I've had my fair share of mistakes as a freelancer on Upwork. I've gained and lost my top rated status as a freelancer on the platform multiple times. I'm a little bit dense when it comes to learning from the mess ups that I've made in the past. But because of that, because I've been through my fair share of mistakes and because of the fact that I've talked to a lot of other freelancers, I found some common mistakes that a lot of folks are making when it comes to winning projects on the Upwork platform. So we're going to talk about them this week. We're going to dive in. I'm going to show you how you can easily avoid those mistakes and you can learn from my failures so you don't have to learn from your own in the future. But before we dive in, I want to take a second and invite you to subscribe to the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast. We have a lot of fun on this podcast and new episodes are rolling out every single week so you can learn how to become a high-earning, a high-paid, a top-rated freelancer as a web designer, web developer, or whatever it is that you do wherever you are finding projects on Upwork, in real life, networking. I, I don't know. You pick. We're going to talk about it here on this show. So make sure you subscribe to get fresh new episodes right in your pocket every single day week. All right. Are you ready to learn about the nine most common mistakes that freelancers make on Upwork when they're trying to win projects? Okay, let's do it. Number one, the first mistake that a lot of freelancers make on Upwork when they're trying to win projects is they don't filter their job feed enough. The amount of projects on Upwork hovers right around 35,000 at any given time. And that's that's for everything, okay? But when you narrow that down and get to a specific type of freelancer, let's say for the sake of this podcast, we're talking about web designers. So if you categorize and filter out every job that doesn't have something to do with web or mobile design, you're going to get somewhere around 2,000 projects that you've got to look at. But if you want to really win projects on Upwork, you're going to have to get those numbers down even more. In fact, you're going to have to get them down a lot more. At most, your search results should be in the hundreds. And even that is a lot, okay? Imagine applying to 100 jobs on Upwork. That alone would take up all of your working hours. So, do everything that you can to filter out as many jobs as possible. And to do that, you've got to start by making a guess about which clients are most likely 
to hire you. You are a perfect freelancer for a specific type of client out there. And those clients are what I call your match made in heaven clients. And your job is to figure out who those clients are. So you need to be asking yourself questions like, what's their budget? What kind of skills are they looking for? What are their underlying motivations? What kinds of keywords would they use in their project? descriptions. The answer to those questions will help you filter out all of the projects that you don't have any, any business wasting your time on. And thankfully, Upwork has some really helpful search and filter tools for you to play around with until you get the jobs found results down to a number that is actually helpful for you as a freelancer. Number two, Another mistake that a lot of freelancers make on Upwork is they bid on jobs that don't match their skills. So you filter down your jobs to less than 100, but you start to notice something, right? New projects don't show up quite as often as they once did. And listen, this, this is normal. The more restrictions you put on what you see in your job feed, the less frequent new opportunities show up. It's, it's pretty simple. The mistake would be to get nervous, lose your patience, and start bidding on projects that you aren't a good fit for just because they're there. That will waste your time and the client's time. And ultimately, it can leave you feeling discouraged about the actual possibility of winning good projects on Upwork. It's much easier to land a project when you're full of hope about the possibility of actually winning, right? Like, have you ever done something that you knew was destined to fail? <laughs> There's not a lot of excitement about that, and that doesn't bring a lot of energy to what you're doing. This isn't some mind over matter talk, right? It's just reality. You'll sound more confident if you're confident about the projects that you're bidding on. You'll think more clearly, and ultimately, you're going to have a better chance of actually actually winning a project. So consider the jobs you bid on carefully. Is the client actually looking for a freelancer like you? Are they asking for skills that you know you're capable of performing? If yes, then feel free to bid. But if not, don't make this common mistake that a lot of freelancers do on Upwork. The right projects are going to show up. You just have to be patient. Number three, the third mistake that a lot of freelancers make on Upwork when bidding on projects is that they bid on stale projects. Some projects might be perfect for you, but they might be stale. What is a stale project, you might ask? And I'm glad that you did. A stale project is one where the client has either lost interest in the project altogether, or it looks like they've already found a freelancer that they want to hire. You can determine a project's freshness in four areas. The first is when the project was originally posted, how many proposals it already has on it, when the client last viewed the project and or looked at freelancer bids for that project, and the final one is how many people they're already interviewing. All of that can be found on the project description itself. When the project was originally posted is right up near the top, near the project title, just right underneath it. And everything else can be found a little bit further down on the activity on this job heading. A stale project is one that was posted a while ago, right? It hasn't been looked at by the client recently and has a lot of other freelancer proposals already 
on it. I, I tend to stay away from anything that wasn't posted within a few days of when I'm looking and was last viewed by the client within a few hours, right? I want it to be really fresh, okay? When it comes to proposals, I only like to bid on projects that have 10 other bids max. And if they're interviewing someone else already, I don't even waste my time. So do yourself a favor and only bid on the freshest of fresh projects on Upwork. You're gonna have way more of a chance at actually winning. I want to take a second and tell you about a free course that I have available at selfmadewebdesigner.com. Over 1,000 people have been through this course, and I am talking about the Web Designer Starter Kit course. I map out in four videos that you get through email all the steps that I took to get to where I am as a web designer. And I went from knowing absolutely nothing. I, I was clueless to in two years, doubling my income with a freelance web design side hustle. I made this because I know you can be successful doing the same thing. And the Web Designer Starter Kit course is the first step for you on your journey to being a successful, thriving freelance web designer or having a full-time career. So I can't wait for you to check it out. Go to selfmadewebdesigner.com and sign up today. The fourth mistake that freelancers make on Upwork is they make it all about themselves. It's really easy to think that in order to win a project, you need to figure out a way to make yourself look really good to a client. It's like how a bird tries to make themselves look big and beautiful for potential mates. You know, have you ever seen that? It's really funny. They like stick out their chest and fan out their feathers and like march around like a little soldier. It's it's awesome. And if you're wondering, just Google. It, it'll be a lot of fun. You'll sit there for hours or maybe that's just me, right? <laughs> and just as silly as those birds are, freelancers are silly when they're trying to puff themselves up to potential clients. Listen, you've got to make it all about the client if you want to win projects on Upwork. Don't overemphasize how many years experience you have or try and list every single skill that you bring to the table. Instead, take what the client has mentioned in their project description and talk about how you're committed to their success. Then very gently, not overwhelmingly, mention how the skills and experience that you have would be a perfect fit for making the project a success. But even when you do that, always bring it back to the client. Make it much more about them and much less about you. The fifth mistake that freelancers make on Upwork when they're bidding on projects is this. They don't mention their limitations. Now listen, I know this sounds a little counterintuitive, but have you ever heard this adage, right? If it's too good to be true, you could probably finish for me, right? And if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Of course, you've heard that. We've all heard that. In fact, we've not only heard it, we sense it in our gut, in our bellies, okay? When someone's trying to sell you something, the one question that floats around in your brain throughout the entire pitch is probably, what's the catch? Clients have the same question when they're looking at your bid on Upwork. They're thinking, you've done everything that you can to make yourself sound perfect, so... What are you not telling me? And if you're not honest about your limitations, then clients are going to think something is 
up. Or they might think that you're trying to keep something from them. So put all the cards on the table and tell them what your limitations are. Most of the time when you do that, clients will start coming up with solutions for you. But if you hide your limitations from a client, a client will likely come up with something that's worse than the actual truth. Now, when you do this, you want to continue to sound confident. Don't apologize for your limitations. Everybody has them, right? Just communicate that you're confident that you'll be able to deliver exactly what they need despite your limitations. I love the story of one CEO that I heard about that has a slide in his pitch deck called Why You Shouldn't Invest in Us that he shows when he's talking to investors. And you'd think that that would be the end of it, right? That they'd get to that slide and then the investors would say, okay, thanks for your time, but we're not interested. But he's raised over $145 million all because he was honest about his company's limitation. You be honest too, and I guarantee you, it's going to take you further as a freelancer on Upwork than if you were to try to hide all of your faults in all of your limitations. Number six, the sixth mistake that I see freelancers make on Upwork quite a bit is that they don't go all in on the right projects. You've got to go for it when you find the right projects. And you do that by bidding more connects on the projects that you're pitching to. Connects are Upwork's currency for freelancers, right? You get a certain amount each month and each bid that you make costs a certain amount of connects. Once you run out of connects, you've got to buy more if you want to bid on more projects. Upwork just recently changed the way that they handle connects on projects. Now, if you want your pits to show up at the top results for clients, you tell them the highest number of connects that you're willing to put towards that project. And the freelancers who are willing to part with the most connects will show up at the top. It's kind of like a silent auction, only you have no clue how many connects the other freelancer is bidding. And this is actually good news for serious freelancers. This means that when you see a project that you really like and feel is a good fit for you as a freelancer, you can go all in, bid a lot more connects, and be a lot more sure that your client is actually going to see your pitch. So you have to be willing to take the risk and to bid more connects on the projects that you're really sure about if you want to find success on Upwork. Don't be afraid to bid a high number of connects. You get new ones every single month and you can always buy more if you really need to. But hopefully you're being really selective about the projects that you're bidding on and never come close to using up all your connects. I've never used up all of my connects, never ever. And if you are, I'd encourage you to go back to point number one and point number two about the mistakes that a lot of freelancers make on Upwork. Number seven, another common mistake that freelancers make on Upwork is they don't ask their clients simple questions that will give them insight as to why they are winning or not winning. Getting feedback about what made you stand out or didn't stand out can be really helpful data that will help you not make mistakes on Upwork in the future. It gives you invaluable insight about what clients are looking for and what your secret sauce might be as a freelancer. 
freelancer. Now, the next time you bid on a project, you can really emphasize the things that the client said were the reasons they hired you or even go on to correct some of the reasons a client might not have chosen to hire you. But don't feel like you need to keep everything a guessing game, right? Have an open conversation with your clients and learn how to improve. Some mistakes on Upwork are unavoidable, but this is one of the simplest things that you can do to make sure that you're successful on the platform. Number eight, another common mistake that I see freelancers make on Upwork is that they don't follow up after an interview. Sometimes a client's going to be slow to follow up with you after that initial conversation, after that initial DM or Zoom call. And you can't take that as they've gone with someone else or don't want to hire you altogether. You've got to follow up and figure out what the answer is. Give it a few tries or wait until the client says it's a definite no moving forward. A lot of times a client's going to get busy. They're going to forget about their job posting and you sending them a polite message every once in a while, reminding them that you're still there will sometimes be the little nudge that they need to actually hire you. And the key here is that you can't sound annoyed and you can't pester them. Wait a few days between a follow-up and try to approach it differently every single time. If you always say, I'm just following up, right? That gets annoying, okay? So spice it up a little bit, but don't take silence as an answer. Follow up. Number nine, and the final mistake that I see a lot of freelancers make on Upwork is that they quit too soon. On average, it takes about a month from when a freelancer signs up for Upwork to when they win their first project. And, and that's for folks who are consistently bidding. But a lot of freelancers give up after the first few bids. If you want to be successful on Upwork, you've got to stick with it. And listen, I know it gets discouraging. It's no fun to get rejected. It's no fun to get passed up. It's no fun to get excited about bidding on a project only to never hear about it moving forward, right? You wonder, did they even see it? What Was it me? Was it them? I don't know. But I guarantee if you stick with it, the opportunities that you find on Upwork are going to be well worth it. Upwork has been a game changer for me. It's what I used to double my income as a freelancer and what helped me to go on to change careers completely. But if I would have given up when I felt like giving up, none of those things would have ever happened. Your next big client might be right around the corner, but you'll never know if you quit too soon. Hey, I hope this episode was encouraging and you learned a little bit about how to be successful on Upwork and not make the same mistakes that I have made and a lot of other freelancers have made as well. The good news is all of these can be easily avoided with a little bit of effort and a little bit of reflection. Now you've got the tools in your hands to be successful. All that's left is you going out there and doing the work. So what are you waiting for? Go bid on some projects. All right, that's it for this episode. I hope you got something out of it, something you can take and start putting into place right away. And hopefully you had a little bit of fun at the same time. Next week, we've got another episode dropping again. They drop every single Wednesday night at midnight. So make sure you stick up with me. You stay up. We'll listen to it together, okay? It's gonna be a lot of fun. Other than that, keep working hard and don't forget if you don't quit, you win. <laughs>